Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Said. Welcome to our latest episode of the Kosafa Show, where we will look back at the recent Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers and have an exclusive interview with the new Zambia coach, Avram Grant. We'll also hear from Namibia coach Colin Benjamin after they took four points from their two games against Cameroon and get the assessment of Malawi tactician Mario Maranika following two tough matches against Egypt. But first, we spoke to Avram Grant following Zambia's back-to-back wins over Lesotho that leave them well-placed to qualify for the finals in the Ivory Coast next year. Let me begin by asking you um, how pleased you were with the um, results and with the performance against Lesotho. Uh, you know, it's my first two games, so I watch uh, uh, all the games that the uh, Zambia national team played before, so more or less I knew the weakness and the strengths, uh, but I had a very short time to prepare them, so all the preparation went uh, through monitoring the players in Europe and in the league here, which in short time I saw a lot of games. There. Then I needed to, say, to make the selection, and we had some targets about how to improve our game. We had a very short time because this is something that I think that Africa need to think about it uh, because the international break started 20, but we received the players on the 21st because they are coming from Europe. And we had the game 23rd, it's been a big training, uh, you know, with the pressure and something like this, which need to be part of our game. But even though I think the players picked the information very good and uh, we played against him, that is very difficult to, to play against them. I will cost 2 0 0 with them without creating any chances. Uh, one of the things that we spoke about is about uh, uh, is about mentality, except the quality of the football. And I think the first game, the players show very good mentality because one we was one nil down, and we respond very well, and we won the game. Of course, there is a lot of things that we can improve, it, and we will improve it. But we need time for this. And the second game, also, it's also not just football; it's mentality. We play against the same team uh, in three days; it's not so easy. But we played well. And one of the things that I'm very happy is about the second half of the second game. We're supposed to be tired. And I said to players, tired is not just physically, it's mentality. And we were looking fresh. We scored the second goal and we scored. We could score more. So for start, it was a good performance. But there's a lot of areas uh, that I want to improve. And do you think uh, the next game, obviously against Ivory Coast, is a much uh, higher quality opponent? Is that going to teach you a lot more, do you think? About your team? I think today, even you're coaching in the league, every game is different. If you are in Chelsea to play against Wigan, it's not like to play against Manchester United. So it's the same with national teams. Ivory Coast is a very good team, it's a very good player. I have not so good memories with them because with Ghana, we came to the final and we lost by 22 penalties, which we played very well. And one or 20 minutes, they didn't create even one chance when they had the area to work, color to work on and everything. They played fantastic. but they have a good team. They have a very good team, so it will be a different game, but it's a challenge. And I like these challenges, you know. This is what's good in football. Every time you have a different challenge. So we want to win the challenge also. Is it, is it um, a little bit too early to ask you what you think the potential of the Zambian side is? I mean, you've got a lot of exciting players there, Dhaka, Sakala. Is, do, you, do you feel this is a side with some real potential? Uh, I wouldn't come here if there's not potential. I only, uh, in the last 10 years, what I'm looking at also on ch- challenges. Uh, before this, I was very keen to achieve this, achieve this, achieve this. But challenges, so every place that I go, uh, Serbia, India, uh, 
Ghana, it's a challenge. When I came to Ghana, just uh, to remember that not even one believed in the team after what's happened in the crisis in the World Cup. And I received the team at uh, the end of 2014. And uh, uh, it was a big, big challenge for this Ghana because uh, nobody in the country believed in this team, believed in the quality. And it was the first Ghana that was not with famous players. And then, you know, uh, Atsu became the player of the tournament. This moment, like I said, what's happened to him is very sad, more very sad, and uh, we achieved the final and play fantastic. So here also there is a big challenge, uh, and I came because of this challenge to improve the players, to improve, uh, uh, to improve the team, and also off the pitch, because since today, what's happened off the pitch affected on the pitch. But I can tell you that in Zambia, there is a lot of this, uh, people are passionate to keep it on the pitch and off the pitch. Uh, want very much uh, to share my experience and to take this team forward. It's a process, but as long as we're doing step-by-step step forward, it's good. The fact that you've worked in Africa before with Ghana, does that make it a little bit easier, this second assignment in Africa? You kind of know a little bit more what to expect? No doubt that it's helped me. But even when I came to Ghana, I was not a coach before, but I was in many countries as consulting. and this. So I knew the mentality of Africa, but it's not like you feel it for first hand. So the experience that I had with Ghana and Africa and games between uh, helped me a lot. Uh, Ghana was a, I would say, big challenge, as I told you before. And Africa is a challenge because Africa, I love Africa because I think there is a potential here. But every lecture and consulting of mine, which you know that I'm doing it around the world, starting with one quote, nobody has enough talent to live on the talent alone. <laughs> so if... Africa will know to do the things of the pitch. Good, the sky is the limit. Or, as my friend told me, this, even the sky is not the limit. Because there's a lot of talents here. You go in the streets, you see talents everywhere. And there are very nice people here in Africa, really nice and positive. I enjoy the company. Uh, but you need to do it like we did it in, uh, now in Ghana. I did it and now here. I brought the staff uh, outside that they're experiencing in uh, I bought assistant coach Marco Balbo that worked with me in West Ham in Partizan. I bought, I bought analyst that is uh, uh, Fat, that is working in uh, in Crystal Palace, young guy. I bought Jamie Lawrence, uh, I don't know if you know him, fitness coach, was a player in the Premier League. And with the staff uh, that we have, uh, my assistant for Moses and uh, others, uh, we improved because you need to know, you know that, that now the staff around is very important. Africa, I felt that they know it, but they don't pay attention so much to this because to improve talent, you need to give them the tools. And that's why I like Africa so much. Talent and the good people. And this is a good place to build this thing. Can I ask you um, how important it will be to have uh, many players based in Europe uh, from your experience, obviously, with Ghana? Or do is there also potential for someone coming through the Zambian League? Look, first, it's not a secret. The, uh, Europe, there is better football than in Africa in the leagues. The league, the league here in Zambia, even in Ghana, exciting. People are passionate about this. People, the people, the players that are playing, the players that are at all. But it's not a secret that you are in a, a, a different, a different level because everything. Because the, the, there's a quality of the pitches. You know, the quality of pitches. If you go in Holland and fourth division, is better than the, uh, better than uh, in Africa. And so, education of coaches. Coaches here are very keen to learn, but there is not much good courses for them. Stuff around the backroom stuff, medical department. Uh, at least I think also football in Europe. We go to individual training. So 
this is very important. And it's in Europe, even in Europe, I think they can be even better. But it's my nature to look how we can do better. But it's better than uh, Africa for sure. Uh, from the leagues in Africa, even I enjoy to, to watch the leagues. And I like to see people with passions, a lot of passion, but also quality. So, and you know that play, even there is sometimes mistakes. The good, the good uh, players from uh, from Africa is going to Europe. Also because of financial, but also because uh, the quality there. So I, I decided to Gianni Infantino Daza instead that the African will go to to Europe to bring Europe to Africa. <laughs> so to force Africa to get to bring a good pitches, to get a good staff and also education to bring people. And I can tell you secret, don't tell anybody that this is our plan in Zambia with the president to do good courses here, to bring players from Europe that uh, show the people. I don't think even to teach them a lot of water, but to say uh, different things. I'm, in my age, always looking for, for a possibility to be better. So we need, we need to do it here also. And this is on the plane. Wonderful. Sir, thank you very much. Uh, I would love to take another half hour of your time. So if I can thank you very much, and I, I look forward to talking to you sometime in the future. Thank you, and I'll be happy to. Namibia pulled off a superb 2-1 victory over Cameroon on Tuesday, a result that followed a 1-1 draw away from home against the Indomitable Lions. It has the brave Warriors dreaming of a finals place in the Ivory Coast, and we hear from coach Colin Benjamin and their captain, Peter Shalulile. I think I think our organization was, was really good. But before I go into our, how we played, I'm, I'm just really proud at this moment of my players, my boys. I'm proud to be Namibian. I think the guys and the boys, they, they, they gave their all, they did the work over these two legs. And for that, I, I thank them and uh, we, we, we just proud of them. And I think with this game, we also started very well. We had our organization, our structure. We didn't let any chances go through. And uh, through the tenacity, basically, of, of, of our boys, our players and the determination, we could get into the lead. We got the second one. Uh, I think there was also chances that we could go into the third one as well. Um, yeah, and, and then obviously they could come back and, and get that second goal. But all in all, I think it was a good one and we kept it close in a sense that uh, they didn't have as many chances. And for that, we, we, we're really proud of our boys. Thank you, Coach. Shasha, from a player's point of view? It was not an easy game. First of all, you know, we give the glory to God uh, for this opportunity to be playing. As uh, we, 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 we always say, you know, spot on from the coaches. It was not easy. They had sleepless night, you know watching this team, videos and all that. But we pitched up, you know, that's why I'm saying uh, credit goes to them because uh, they, they they taught us a lot of things in terms of how the game will be, how we should uh, approach the game. And, uh, you know, also to my boys, to the team, you know, I'd like to say thank you to them uh, and, and, and the supporters that came. I wanted to find out, um, you created a lot of chances in the first half uh, originally, uh, but in the second half you came more... Uh, with a bit more ferocity. I wanted to find out what you told the players to, to, to even spur them on to play better in the second half and to create even better chances. I think, first of all, you know, we, we believe in the ability of these players. We trust them. We know what they're capable of. 
And I think to a certain extent, the first half wasn't as, as good as we thought because they weren't playing to their best of their abilities. So what we did was basically just say that, hey, listen, this is a platform. This is Africa. This is, uh, we're competing against the big boys. And to be able to sit on the table with the big boys, we have to bring that game to the big boys. So I think it was just ability. They they, they step it up and, uh, and they just also basically believe in confidence because they can do it. And they just showed that they can do it. So it's basically for us also to try and keep that because we know they can do it and their ability is going to come to the forefront. Judging by how the script has gone, um, is this how we really planned to create this international league? Um, four to six points, and um, you knew, you said it yesterday that you want to steal it today. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously it goes goes with a lot of preparation and uh, and and also belief in, in the players and the material that we have and also the ability, what we have. I think as a Namibia, uh, as a Namibian player, we, we have good abilities. We have, we are, we, we're bringing a lot of quality with, and that quality we can't talk about. We have to show it. And I think our players in these two games showed that, you know, that we can go dance in the Lions then. And, and it's just for us now as a team and as a country, as a whole, to say, you know what? Uh, the players have spoken. Let's support them all the way. And that's what we want to go on and do that because uh, the four points really speaks leaps and bounds and we want even more. How much of the return of the Namibia League has also played into this? It's priceless. And it's also with this opportunity that I have to thank basically our normalization committee, Sleepless Nights. They, they At this moment, we're playing, our top league is playing, our second uh, tier league is playing, the first tier league is playing, the women's league is playing, and it's not easy. And for that, you can see that the, the, the guys are match fit. And uh, it's also for our guys now with this platform to say, you know what, we're ready for, for bigger uh, uh, bigger and better. So we really thank our normalization committee and, and, and our people as a whole. It's never easy being a media. It's not mathematically done, but would you consider your chances going into the last couple of qualifiers strong, uh, qualifying for You know, it's always been our target. We want to qualify, especially if you see the constellation of the group. So uh, we're also professional enough to know that it's not through, but we've made a big step. And uh, like we say, the margins on top are just as small as the margins are uh, at the bottom. So that means preparation starts. We're probably going to tonight, going to enjoy, we're going to be hugging and celebrating each other. But from tomorrow onwards, the celebration starts, the preparation starts then for the next matches because we have to see that we have a big chance and we have to look at this chance and we want to go uh, dine with the big boys in, in Cote d'Ivoire sometime next year. Shasha, mm. you've had all the success in the recent seasons. I will send out maybe you push uh, but what does this one mean? Hey, you know, it's the hard work we put in. This is the hard work we have been putting in, you know, definitely will pay off one day. Uh it means a lot to me and for the coach also, because you know, he just took over, you know, and we we believe in him always. And then that's 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 the 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 belief that we have in him, and he believes in us. So for us to give him a reward, that's what we had to do today means a lot, you know, for the players. There are some players who are at home struggling, let's to be honest. But now that we, we everyone knows that Namibia is capable of, of playing football, I guess now you people also look back home and say, okay, we have we have players that we can get from Namibia. Not only the Peter Schulis, but there is a lot of Peter Schulis that are that side. That's two goals in two games against uh, Cameroon now. Mm. Um, what does it do for your confidence to know that you can score against uh, such a big nation uh, with players that host their trade. As a striker, you can never be satisfied. You know, even if you score one, you could, I could have scored three today. You know, for me, 
it's it's going back to the drawing board and doing more finishing and making sure that I become a clinical uh, pouching a striker like in Europe. That's what I think. But I'm happy, but not that happy, but I'm happy for the coaches and my, <laughs> and my, and my teammates. On, on being the team's overall top goal scorer now, mm. um, extended by two goals, um, what does it mean to, to have this order of being the all-time leading scorer of Madrid? The coach yesterday was also talking to us about not to see you guys now in Europe. You scored against a team that's just pretty classic. Do you think the time has come now? Ah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everything does not, it's not in my power, it's not in my hands, it's in God's hands, you know, and uh, you know also uh, everything comes at the right time. Uh, for, 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 for this today, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll really look back and say, you know, we were doing once finishing the training and then uh, I did something bad and the coach was going on, you know, and I was like, damn, no, I'm, in, I'm in problems now. But from there, it kept me boosted because now I know that Anyone can score goals in Namibia. It's, it's not only me. You saw the day another guy scored the day. And like I told you, there are a lot of better strikers that are there in Namibia that are yet to be seen in African football. Last time we were in uh, Egypt mm. with Coach Mercado. Mm. Today you're with uh, Coach Colin here. Mm. Um, two former players of Brave Warriors, mm. the coach by Coach Rulani at the club. What mm. does this say about this young Kosafa um, coaches? Um, and, and who are able to deliver you to these big places. You know, having coaches around you, the player I am today is because of the coaches that are around me, Coach Rolani, Coach sitting next to me, Coach Ricardo. You know, you, 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 you with each and every coach, you bring each and everything that, that they give you. Because for me, uh, this far, I've worked with top coaches, which I'm really grateful. You know, in my career, I would really write the book and say that I was one of the, the luckiest players to have ever been coached by top players who became top coaches and who took us from the first time to AFCON, which is the coach next to me. There was disappointment for Malawi's Flames after a pair of losses to Egypt that leaves their qualification chances hanging by a thread. Here are the thoughts of coach Mario Marinikia after the 4-0 defeat in Lelongwe this week. Yes, it's not the result uh, we wanted, but uh, you have to look at uh, uh, the steel is forged through fire and uh, maybe today we've been uh, burned uh, more than actually uh, we deserved. And, uh, you know, if you were to look, uh, it's a little bit of difference in the quality. We had five shots on target. They have five shots on target. They score four goals. We score zero. So that's, you know, it is. At the end of the day, it's not the players to blame. It's probably sometimes, you know, we have to high hopes. Uh, you know, uh, in order to get up, sometimes you have to take it from down. And maybe it's a time, you know, for the whole Malawi football to rebuild. Maybe it's a time now to look uh, to rescheduled with the league, to start the league a little bit early. It's not really good to have, you know, so many days, uh, like, you know, five months not playing football. Uh, if you have to look most of the time, uh, you play uh, the league very start, starting very late. And basically, if you are looking, uh, most of teams, they have already 15, 20 matches in a league. Uh, we have zero. We have even started. So it takes time. Uh, and also needs to be restructured from coach education, from the players level. Probably sometimes, you know, the hopes are too high. But uh, obviously, you want to have hope high. But uh, you want, uh, you know, to do something. We try to build. Uh, let's say, you know, at the moment, uh, you could say that it didn't work. Uh, always uh, is a restart. Always, uh, you know, you could move on and uh, to start, uh, you know, uh, with uh, from what you 
learn and to move on. It's working for everyone. That's the way, you know, the football is working. That's the new football. You know, that's the way it's working. You know, the thing is, is how sometimes it's implemented because you cannot play slow football. Slow football is gone. Slow football was young, you know, in 60s, 70s. You have to play fast. And But for that, you know, has to be understood for grassroots. You have to have, you know, the ball into space. Players to be able to control the ball faster. Doesn't mean, you know, that you kick the ball. It means that actually players will need, you know, to take one or two touches faster, to get in a position, to receive it faster, to move towards the ball rather than waiting for the ball. So there are uh, elements that uh, is a modern football. You have to, you know, apply that. But sometimes... You know, maybe uh, you have to take these small steps rather than big steps. Uh, well, let's put this way. I'm not a quitter. I'm not quitting. And in the end of the day, the targets you said, they're not my targets. There are people, you know, that wants to learn. I don't have any targets in my contract. My contract was, you know, to take flames, to carry on whatever it was. I don't have any targets in my contract. There are people sometimes, there is, I said, you know, sometimes there are hopes, you know, uh, too high. Uh, obviously, I wanted to get that, but as you could see, sometimes we had, like even today, we had patches. We are not quite there. And uh, when we had more time, we achieved, you know, better. But that's, you know, the problem. If you were to look even today, we had good patches. We played, you know, proper football. But it's, you know, we need to address the balance a little bit. Well, let's put this way. I don't think that Malawi loves Malawi anyway. You know, it's simple as that. When we come out, they cheer for Egypt. They didn't cheer for Malawi. Malawi national team is, you know, Malawi national team against everyone. Because they didn't seem to like us. You know, when we come out, not actually we. And the players that come out and you have, you know, hero like Abadino, they didn't cheer. They cheered, you know, for Mo Salah and cheered, you know, for the others. But in the end of the day, it's their choice. You know, they like, you know, superstars. And we don't have that. So, yeah. And in the end of the day, you know, people who are free, you know, to express their own opinion. And sometimes, you know, uh, at anger, they are doing differently. I thought that is one part of Africa, not uh, a call the shoulder that actually, you know, uh, is happening. You could say that probably also the, the philosophy travel to implement too fast and too very fast, and the pillars are not quite there. And uh, that's true. You know, you need to work from grassroots up uh, and probably takes time. But if, you know, that time we don't have. So we tried, you know, to go a little bit faster. And as you can see, sometimes works, sometimes it doesn't. Look at what actually has happened. Look realistically, you know. We have now, we start, you know, last year and other 23, we have now from that six players that actually plays now in national team. We have Gadi, we have uh, uh, Alec Lungu. Today, Alec Lungu performs, you know, fantastic. So these things are coming. But, you know, sometimes, it's difficult to put everything together in one go. You know, sometimes you try, you fail, you know, you start again. The steel has been forged through fire, so we need, you know, to go back probably to drawing board and see, you know, what actually is. Maybe we go, you know, a little bit slower to get, you know, there faster, to put, you know, first of all, the skill and uh, the technique in order to be able to move faster. But that would mean, you know, also the club level, maybe you need to have better pitches, maybe at club level, you know, you are looking to have coaches to be able, you know, to play that. Uh, Fast football, not necessarily fast football means, you know, that you take a rush. It means, you know, that you have to be able, you know, to create space, to organize, to be able, you know, to make quick decisions, to be fast into your thinking, to be strong into your thinking. So basically, if you look at that, you see our players never.
never went to gym before. So we have, you know, to take them to gym. And you compare to this player, have you seen the size of these players and our size? So yes, in the past, you have, you know, small players like Barcelona, but Barcelona had Messi, has Iniesta, has Xavi, completely different. So we need to do that. We need to probably to expose the players to be able to play at higher level. Maybe links like we try to do with Romania, we try to do links with Europe. So Charles Petro, you know, is already in Romania now, we try, you know, to get something. But at the same time, you are looking, you know, can you look to export players that are going to make a name there, even if it's South Africa, because at the moment, some of them, they just go a little bit. So we need, you know, the whole package to be rethinked. That's it for another episode of the Cassava Show, as we wish all our Southern African sides the best of luck for the next round of Cup of Nations qualifiers in June. Don't forget, you can listen to more of our podcasts on cassava.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also get the latest news via our website at www.cassava.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm.